1: The word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems.
0: Call 1-877-Bob Live. Bob Bernie Live.
1: Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday afternoon. Hey, rather dreary Tuesday afternoon, but it could be much worse. Uh, my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE-877-262-5483. I've got two and a half hours with you today. I've got at least six hours worth of information, material to talk with you about, to discuss. Uh, I want to do a little bit of teaching today. Uh So I've I've got a lot to cover. So hang with me. Stay with me as long as you can. By the way, at the top of the hour, I don't know whether you've heard, but at the Super Bowl, there will be the National Anthem, and then there will be the Black National Anthem. Will there be the Chinese National Anthem? The Latin American National Anthem? The German-American national... Okay. Now, I think most people say, yeah, I think it's crazy, but it's no... Listen, it is a big deal. And I'll tell you why at the top of the hour. I hope you'll stick with me. All right? I'm going to give you some things that are without a doubt controversial, but absolutely true, and why this move to perform the... Black National Anthem beside the National Anthem is really dangerous. I'll share that at the top of the hour. All right, I cannot go any further without sharing with you the wonderful, wonderful news about Heartbeat International. If you've been listening the last several days, I came to you on Thursday and said, folks, we need to underwrite a little over two full days of option line. That's a 24-hour day seven-day-a-week, 365-day-a-year, call center right here in Columbus. Women facing a crisis pregnancy from all over America. Call in to Columbus over 1,100 times every single day, every 47 seconds. Option line makes a contact with someone who is facing a crisis pregnancy in their life. It is, without a doubt, the most effective, life-saving ministry in the pro-life movement anywhere in the world. And it's right here in Columbus. We have the privilege of supporting it. Anyway, on Thursday, I told you, hey, folks, we got we to raise $8,000. And Thursday was tough. Several of you called, and it was a good day. It wasn't a great day. And then we had Friday... And it was a pretty good day. And then we had yesterday. Oh my goodness. And here's the bottom line our goal was $8,000. When we went off the air yesterday, I told you, you know what? It's possible we could hit $10,000. It's possible. We did. You did. We did. Right now, at this moment, we stand at exactly $10,000 to save babies. It's an incredible thing, and I am just so grateful for you folks. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I'm not going to give you the phone number, uh, but if you have not had an opportunity to give and you want to, you can through the rest of this week. You can go to the wordcolumbus.com. That's our website, thewordcolumbus.com. The Heartbeat International tab will be up there throughout the rest of the week. You can click on that, and you can give safely and securely online. Not by phone, but you can give online. $10,000. Oh, my goodness, folks. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God your faithfulness. Here's a big headline from one of our local TV stations, Ohio Pastor Guilty of January 6th Capital Breach Charges. A pastor up in Warsaw uh, was arrested back on uh, October of 2022 uh, on felony charges, misdemeanor charges— uh, let's see. Um, felony charges of obstruction of an official proceeding and abetting a, and civil disorder and a misdemeanor charge of entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds. Uh, he was arrested October 22nd. He has been determined to be guilty and he is going to be sentenced uh, pretty soon. I've got it here somewhere. OK, All right now. Uh I want to I want to handle this very carefully. Would I have been there yelling and shouting the things that he was yelling and shouting? No. I I would have chosen not to. With that said, there is no reason in the world that he should be charged with federal crimes. When you consider the rioters in Atlanta that burned a Wendy's to the ground, no charges, $500 fine. Uh, According to the uh, district attorney's office, he said things like, and I quote, the government, the tyrants, the socialists, the Marxists, the progressives, the rhinos, they fear you and they should. Our problem is we haven't given them reason to fear us. Okay, What's wrong with that? After entering the Capitol grounds, I'm reading from the charges against him, he used a bullhorn to, quote, rile up the crowd, saying, quote, this election has been stolen right out from under our noses, and it's time for the American people to rise up, rise up, rise up. Today is the day in which it is that these elected officials realize that we are no longer playing games that we are not sheeple that are just going to be corralled according to their whims and their wills. Okay? All right? How many Democrats said that Donald Trump stole the election? It was Russian collusion. Um, anything in any of those words? that incited any kind of violence? And by the way, these are the quotes that were used against him. Uh, It was admitted that he did not enter the Capitol building, stayed outside in a restricted area, okay, but he stayed, he didn't even go into the Capitol building. And they accuse him of saying Telling people when they were leaving the building, mission accomplished. Um, this is why he he's going to be sentenced on May 24th. He can spend time in prison for telling people he believed the election was stolen? That as citizens, it was time to rise up and give politicians a reason to fear us? How many times have you heard people say exactly the same thing? Talk about a double standard. I mean, talk about a double standard. Like I said, I wouldn't have been there. I wouldn't have had a bullhorn, and I wouldn't have done it. Okay? But that was his constitutional right. Right? Since January of 2021, 1,265 people have been charged in the January 6th riot, with more than 440 of those being charged with assaulting or impeding law enforcement. Like I said, uh, the, the question is not, was it wise to do that? That's not the question. The question is, was it really illegal? And should he go to prison? And the answer is no, of course not. It's a horrible, terrible double standard. And yes, the current presidential administration is weaponizing the Justice Department against those who disagree. Not well, only is it unconstitutional, it's dangerous.
0: Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Anybody watch the debate last night? The uh, Republican senatorial debate. Last evening, um, I watched uh, about 25 minutes of it before I had to leave and teach a class at um, the uh, Genoa Bible Institute. I have the privilege of teaching basic Bible doctrine in the uh, second semester of this brand new Bible Institute, and I'm just so thrilled and honored and privileged to be a part of uh, this new Bible College, Bible Institute here in uh, Central Ohio. So anyway, I had to turn it off, but I hit record. And uh, last night, late last night, I watched the rest of the debate. Now, I would imagine the viewership was not real great. Uh, I doubt that anywhere close to the majority of Ohioans even watched the debate Uh, locally, It was uh, broadcast on the local NBC station, and I must say the two moderators, Colleen Marshall, uh, a uh, legend here in Columbus, and the gentleman from Cleveland, I don't remember his name, I thought they both did an exceptional job, and I don't say that very often with uh, debate moderators. I think all of the presidential debates that we have seen in the last four months, the moderators were pathetic. They lost control. I thought the moderators did an exceptional job. I thought their questions were uh, balanced, uh, insightful. Uh, They allowed the candidates to spar somewhat with each other, but there was never any time that they lost control. And I must say to the um, praise of the candidates, for the most part, they abided by the rules. Unlike the presidential candidates who said, I don't care about the rules, I'm running for president. Uh, So I think it was a good debate. I really do. I think it was a very good debate. Uh, will people's opinions be changed about the candidate? I don't know. I never know. I don't. I never know whether these debates are helpful at all. Now, uh, I was least impressed with Matt Dolan. Uh, now, what I am going to say is completely editorial, personal opinion, folks, and please take it as nothing more than my personal opinion. And it's not my professional opinion, because I am not a professional in political in political anything. All right? Uh, Matt Dolan, I don't think, has a chance. Of the three candidates, he is the outlier. His poll numbers are really, really down. And I was least impressed with him. The person that I was most disappointed in was Bernie Marino. Uh, I have met Bernie Marino on several occasions. I've had dinner with him twice. Been very impressed with just sitting across the dinner table talking with him about his family, his background. Uh, He has the entire Constitution memorized. His parents were immigrants, and they taught him very quickly that America is the greatest nation on earth, and as a young man, he completely memorized the Constitution. But I just thought he was Uh, mean-spirited. Why do you want to constantly call one of your Republican opponents? Liar, liar, pants on fire. I thought he was mean-spirited. I thought he was slinging mud. I uh, I am sure that he has advisors that told him that's the way to do it because that's what Donald Trump does. You got the Donald Trump endorsement, and so act like Donald Trump and sling mud. I don't—in fact, I hate it when politicians sling mud. I don't care who they are, Democrat, Republican. It just— Absolutely, it does not appeal to me, it turns me off. And so I was very disappointed in Bernie Marino last night. Not in his positions. Uh, In fact, I agreed with most most of his positions. In my personal opinion, for whatever that's worth, I think the clear winner for me was Frank LaRose. He was composed, he was articulate, He was prepared. For the most part, he didn't take the bait when uh, Dolan or Marino were calling him, you know, a professional politician that will lie to to get anything. For the most part, he didn't take the bait. He showed restraint uh, during the debate and tried to get his point across. I, I thought... He was a clear winner in the debate. Now, I think because Bernie Marino now has the endorsement of Trump, Jim Jordan, and JD Vance that Frank LaRose is probably the underdog. He was the front runner a couple of months ago. I think he's would probably be considered the underdog now, but I thought he certainly won the debate. And uh just interesting. About ten thirty, ten forty-five last evening, I got a personal text message from Frank LaRose, and uh, he wants to be on the program and talk to you folks. Yeah, he does. And uh, he is planning on being here on this program Thursday afternoon at uh, either 4 or 4.30. I can't remember. I'll have to pull up my calendar. But... Uh, He's going to be on the program 4 or 4.30. I'm trying to get the word out to these candidates. If you want to talk to my audience, there's an open door. Uh, Frank LaRose is the one that has responded.